right, before I get to my next guest, Debbie O'Connell, I want to give a shout out to our friends at the Ben Hogan Golf Company. When Ben Hogan founded his company in 1953, his mission was to make the finest golf equipment in the world. That remains their mission today. They forge every club they make to provide the feel and feedback investment clubs simply can't provide. And their craftsmen micromanufacture each club to your exacting specifications in their Fort Worth, Texas factory. You'll only find Ben Hogan Golf Equipment online at BenHoganGolf.com. Visit them there today and learn about their great products and their great prices. All right, now back in making her 11th appearance with me here on the show as one of my favorite guests, but also one of my favorite individuals as well, and that's Debbie O'Connell. Let me remind you about Debbie's background. She is an LPGA Class A teaching and club professional. 2002, she was named the LPGA National Professional of the Year and the LPGA Southeast Section Professional of the Year as well. 2004, her high school alma mater, Ridgewood High up in New Jersey, inducted her into their Athletic Hall of Fame. 2007, she won the inaugural Nancy Lopez Golf Achievement Award, which is given annually to the person who emulates the qualities valued by Nancy, which are leadership, passion, giving, and approachability. In 2008 and 2009, she was named a top 50 instructor by the LPGA. In 2010 and again in 2012, she was recognized by Golf Digest as one of the top 50 female teachers in America. In 2016, she was named the Northeast Section Teacher of the Year. She's also a media professional. She has been featured in Ladies Links for Golf Magazine and on LPGA.com. She hosted her own radio show, The Debbie O'Connell Show, as you can imagine, for a decade. And she is the founder of Golf Positive, which offers multimedia golf tips and articles that are going to enhance both your golf game and your life. She's written a book titled Golf Positive, Live Positive, Lessons in Golf and Life, which you can find out on Amazon.com. And I'm very excited to have her back with me again tonight here on Next on the Tee. Hey, Debbie, how are you, my friend? I am doing fabulous, Chris. I'm so excited to be on. My 11th time happens to be my number playing basketball and softball in high school and college, just like your previous guest mentioned for his number nine appearance, which will be coming up in the future. But thank you for the great introduction. I appreciate having you here. And I tell you what, kudos to you, my friend. I see you survived an interview with Tom Patry last week, which isn't easy to do. So good for you for getting through that. Oh, you know, Tom, he tells more stories. So when you're getting interviewed by him, he'll ask you a few, and then then we get to listen to his great stories. He has has (laughs) so many awesome stories to share. So it's easy. It's easy on him. (laughs) He's great. Love Tom. Indeed. So do I. Debbie, you're such a wonderfully positive person. I, I got to ask you, how, how did you manage to get through everything that's been going on lately with COVID-19? I tell you, Chris, it's been um, it's been a challenge for uh, a couple of reasons. But um, one of the things I decided when this was starting was to serve people. I decided I'm going to figure out a way to help others get through this time in our lives this world pandemic, things we've never seen. So I focused on helping people get into their own peak state. You know, if we if we sit around and we complain and we ball up and cry all day or we focus on what we don't have, it will make this time even more stressful and harder. And it does lower your immune system with all that stress. 
But even though it's hard, if you do get yourself into peak state and you get there by, you know, getting some movement going, getting some exercise, positive thinking, and you think in solutions, you will see opportunities and you think about what can I do to either help myself or help others get through or make the most of this or maybe learn and grow some, grow as a person during this time, then things will get better. So I focused on that and on serving people. I On Facebook, I always did a In Motion Monday and a Fun Friday. Now I go live every day at 8.30 and I bring guests on sometimes. Sometimes it's just a, a message from me. Friday has truly turned into Fun Friday. I dress up like some famous singer and I do a little skit and, and people get a chuckle out of that. And uh, so that's how I changed uh, as far as what I focused on was how can I serve people? How can I help them put a smile on their face, get in peak state, and look at the positive in their life and what they're thankful for? Because if you go to what you're thankful for, it, it actually does increase your immune system, and it helps you to feel even happier. And when you focus on what's positive that you have, you'll be able to see more positive in your life. So that's been my focus. I've had some personal heartbreak with this, too, my mother-in-law. Uh, passed away from this disease. Yesterday, my cousin, who fought for over seven weeks on a ventilator, and he was actually doing well on rehab. So I've had the heartbreak. I've had I've had the, the worst of this virus as well hit us. And then it's about shifting my attention to how can I serve and how can I uplift myself to be there for, for those who need it at this time. Wow. Uh, kudos to you for fighting through all of that. Um, and I'm sorry for the loss that you've had to deal with. That had to be terrible. Um, yeah, talk you. about for for on the opposite end of that, for those of us that are still stuck at home and, you know, the state that we might be living in right now, it hasn't reopened and we're still seeing some of those things. And, you know, I mean, you're right. It can be very depressing to turn on the news or to turn on CNN and hear about cases climbing, death rate climbing, all of those sorts of things sort of beat us down. What are some things that we can focus on to try to help ourselves feel better and get through it just uh, in, in a, you know, a fraction of the way that you did? Oh, absolutely, Chris. You know, I, I'm in one of those states. I'm in New Jersey. So New York has had the most cases. I don't live far from New York City. I'm in Bergen County, New Jersey, which has more case, cases per county than any other county in New Jersey. So I am in the hot spot and I'm still in that stay at home order. And and here's what I suggest. Figure out, you know, a, a song that you listen to that every time you hear it, it puts a smile on your face because it's a positive memory. You can choose to just right away say, you know, what, I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm going to choose to lift myself up and get myself in a better state. Um, and there's ways you can exercise is a great way to do it. Go to gratitude, put a smile on your face, help someone else. That is one of the best things you can do, even if it's putting a note in the mail and mailing it to someone, making a phone call, and you get yourself upbeat and in a positive state so that you can be there for someone else. You know, there's there's nothing like if you're going through something to find someone else who's going through something at the same or worse than you and helping brighten their day, and that makes you feel better. So that's something you can do. And, I, you know, my sister's a school teacher, so I have a couple nieces who are school teachers as well. And what they're noticing is families are really appreciating the time at home. They're, they're having dinner together every night. They're playing games together. People are yep. connecting. You know, get connected with other people. There's, there are so many games you can play online with us. We've been doing that one called Quick, uh, Quick Flash. 
and it's been so much fun. So it's, it's social connection that we need, physical distancing, yes, but social connection is a key for all of us. So reach out to other people, create games, the people in your home, value that time that you have with them. You know, I'm sure my sister who has a, a, a high school senior right now who missed baseball season and, and last year, I mean, it was fortunate he was going out a winner. They won the state in the counties last year. So he had a great season as a junior, but there was a lot of disappointments. And a couple of times I got emotional about that, what these seniors are missing out on, whether it's high school or college. Uh, but then you look at what you're thankful for and you keep life in perspective, you know, having a life, having a family, you know, getting through this and with the minimal losses we can. And if you're lucky enough to not have lost anyone, look at that and be thankful or that you stayed healthy. Um, what are the things you can be thankful for to keep life in perspective as well? But, you know, you know, sometimes we have to mourn the loss for a minute. I shed some tears over that with my with my nephew, too, this one day it hit me. I don't know what it was because I'm very good, and it's automatic in my mind. I've, I've worked on my mindset, whether unconscious mind and conscious, and I, and I switched to at least getting life in perspective very quickly. It's just automatic. And, I, and uh, so I, for a long time I handled it, and then for some reason it hit me. I think I looked in my phone, and it was going to be senior day for Brian's baseball. I had that on my schedule. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then I knew his graduation would have been coming up. And uh, everything. And, and I got emotional about it. And it's okay to do that. But then here's the key. You can choose to, to get out of it. You can choose how long you stay down. So, you know, give yourself that moment and say, okay, time to pick myself back up and go make some massive movement, get some exercise, put a smile and switch your thinking. And then you can be in your own peak state, which makes you better and helps everybody around you as well. That's fantastic. Debbie, I want to spend some time talking about the mental side of the game. And I was I was looking at your site, golfpositive.com, and you've got a five-day course starting this Saturday, oh, by the way, called The Keys to a Championship Mindset. Talk about what you're going to be teaching everybody this weekend. You know what's so amazing, Chris? The more I learned about the mental game, uh, the more excited I get about it. The more we know how powerful our mind is. And I have recently, this year, gotten certified with neurolinguistic programming uh, as a practitioner and a coach and timeline therapy and even hypnosis. So I have these new certifications and I'm, I'm working on a couple more. And uh, it's just amazing of how our mind works. And here's what happens so often with golf. You know, we work in the conscious level. We take the lessons. We, we learn about mental game. We go through the pre-shot routine and do all the things on a conscious level that we need to learn. And we get better. You know, so many people have improved and gotten better. But there's, there's also this other layer. And I kind of picture it like a hot air balloon and that's tied down. But some pretty, you got some rope there. And you're, you're in the basket and you're hitting the gas and the flame's coming up and the heat and you're getting better and you're getting better and you're starting to go up. Everything's improving and things are getting better and you're lifting up. But only to the point that your unconscious mind will allow you and the beliefs that are deep-seated in your unconscious mind. And what I mean by that, if you have a belief that you're not good enough, that you may not remember that when, it, when you were a kid, you were in competition and you had a chance to win and you blew it and, and 
somewhere like the kids, other kids were mad at you and it was an emotional event that you went through and everyone was mad and, and they're like, oh, you were terrible or you blew it for us, something like that. And that sticks in the unconscious mind. So now you're on the golf course. You're about to shoot uh, your lowest score. You're about to shoot 59 or you're about to, to, to break 70 for the first time or 80 or 90 or 100, 110, wherever you are, you're about to break that or you're about to win a tournament. Your belief in your unconscious mind will determine what's about to happen. And if you have that underlying belief that you're not good, good enough or you don't deserve to win or you're, you get too nervous, that was an old one of mine, I get too nervous coming down the stretch, and that was more so with my 300 game, but it was happening in bowling as well, bowling and golf. It was happening in both sports that I would get too nervous. And I had that belief because when I was a kid and you're watching sports on TV and someone was, oh, yeah, they were really nervous. Their nerves got to them. Oh, man, yeah, that, that was all nerves that caused that bad shot. And when you hear that, you hear that, it becomes this belief that you have. So I learned that if you're that nervous, it, it, you, you blow it or you can't succeed. You know, when I play team sports and you're running around on a basketball court, you don't feel those nerves. You don't realize how nervous you are, even though the game is closed and then you need to stop and make a free throw. That's different because in golf, you feel you're just walking. There's so much time in between. In bowling, there's time between each each ball that you roll. And when you have strike after strike after strike after strike and you're, you're, you're perfect so far, you get those nerves start to happen. So if you have that underlying belief, our, our minds are so powerful that the unconscious mind will make and manifest your life based on what it believes. And if, and if those beliefs are going to take over, you better make sure they're more positive and empowering beliefs because how often have you heard stories or done it yourself where you've blown it coming down the stretch? You, you, right. You've made that poor shot. All of a sudden you had a double and you're like, oh my God, what happened? I was playing so well. Well, somewhere underneath in the unconscious, you didn't quite believe you could do it. And people have like a range of scores. I've noticed that all my career. You know, they'll have the, you know, their high score that they shoot is 85. Their best score is 78. And somewhere they can go out and play the front nine and, and be like two, two over, playing great golf, feeling great. And something happens at the turn. And they go in the back and they blow it and they shoot between 78 and 85 again, even though they had it going. Or they're doing that all the way to the last three holes and they're about to shoot, you know, 74. And then they, okay, they finish double, triple, or something like that. And it's because they have this image of themselves in the unconscious mind of how good they are and where they shoot. And to, to break through that, it's to go deeper and find the root causes of those limiting beliefs. And it's an amazing yeah, process. So, yeah. So to your point, like for me and my buddies will tell you, you know, no matter how many times I play, I can play twice a year. Or I could play, you know, 30 times a year and I'm going to shoot somewhere between 81 and 86 every time. So <laughs> to your point about the belief piece that that might be way down under that, uh, you know, I'm concerned about trying to be able to break 80. Am I good enough to break 80? All that sort of thing. How do we fix that? How do we break through that and get to unleashing the rest of what could be a really good round, a really good score, a really good you know, career, whatever, as, as we continue to play the game, how do we break that down? Well, I'll tell you first how not to, you can't fix a problem in the, in the conscious mind that's actually in the unconscious mind. 
So we need to get into the unconscious and we need to get down to the root cause of it so then we can unleash you from that old limiting belief. And uh, that's part of what my five-day uh, program is going to be, the keys to a champion mindset. What is that? When, you know, your previous guest was uh, uh, Mr. Brown talking about Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods, they just wanted to win. They knew they could win. Their whole desire was to win. There was no doubt. There was no – they were unshakable in their confidence and their belief in themselves. Imagine playing golf like that, being unshakable in your confidence and belief, even if you mess up a shot, which we're going to. We're human, right? So we're going to miss a shot. But what if it was just an event that happened and you moved on and you said, all right, let me go find that. I have someone I'm working with right now on a, on a breakthrough session. And um, what happened with, with, with her is, is – she she has a goal. She's a very good golfer. She's done all the the training. So like like what I said, she's she's hit that gas on the hot air balloon and she's gotten to a point. But she had a couple little things tying her down. And she's been doing this amazing training with some of the best teachers and and physically fit and and has worked on all. And she said, you know, can you help me get to where I can shoot in the seventies more regularly? And we started with a breakthrough session. That after our first section session, she went out and shot. Uh, 78, and then she went out and shot 76 after that. And she said, oh, my gosh, I was like a little kid. I felt like a kid on Christmas Day. I was giddy. I was in the moment. I was present. I wasn't worried about my technique. I wasn't thinking technique. I was just in the moment having fun playing golf, and I felt confident the whole time, unwavering. She said, even if I hit a poor tee shot, I, I was fine, and, I, and I, I didn't beat myself up. I didn't berate myself because I had a – years ago who after every single shot during the lesson criticized herself or the shot every shot even if it was a good shot she goes well I didn't hit it far even though it went in the air and straight didn't go far or it went it was a little to the right or every single time and you know what why I got to the deeper rooted cause her dad criticized her all the time she was never good enough she never did anything right so she was in that same mindset and she did it to herself as an adult so what we wow. do uh, Chris is we get to that underlying cause and that belief and then we unleash you from it with this great technique called timeline therapy we actually go back to the event and we take positive lessons from the event and there's because of the way our brains are when we go back and we take positive lessons and we don't erase the event we just detach the emotions from it and we take these positive lessons that wow you know because of that moment i know i am strong i know i i look I, I will always continue to pursue my goals. I, I know I'm intelligent. I know I'm athletic. I know I'm, I can hit great shots. Whatever those positive lessons, but it unleashes the emotion from it. And that's what the challenge is with so many people. And they work so hard consciously. And I teach that way too. I'm teaching. I'm doing a virtual clinic right now from my basement. And we're working on golf skills, which will improve people to a point but I always will work on the mental game as well. So talk about that last piece, because I, I know you've got this a five-week course that you're in the middle of delivering. Uh, I think it goes through the month of May. It's called Next Level Golf. Talk about that and how that works in conjunction with what you've got starting uh, this Saturday. Yeah, uh, so the... The next level golf is a virtual clinic where we go through the fundamentals. Most people in golf want to be more consistent. So I work on a lot of golf technique of, uh, you know, things at home. Take a bath towel, put it under your arm, and work on your backswing. We used it in putting. 
Keep your head still, your lower body still, but feel your big muscles doing the work. Keep your wrist still. Then we go to chipping. Use that same towel. Feel that connection with your big muscles in your upper body and, and do the, the chip shot with your head and wrist staying still. Then tonight was actually the pitch shot. We use that same towel. And what I tell people is when you get out of the bath or the shower, when you get out, you dry yourself off, you could be naked or put your clothes on, but put a towel under your arms at some point and work on that backswing and feel connected <laughs> and work on turning through and feel connected. And in two minutes a day, and watch your head stay still as you're moving with that upper body. That starts to change the, the physical movement in your body, and you start to feel something differently. And, you know, so I'm teaching, we're, we're, we're chipping with quarters, we're, we're using a frying pan to show the release in golf. And I'm telling you, before you cook, put that frying pan in your hand like it's a golf club and make some swings. And there's things that you can do at home that will absolutely help your physical techniques. And then I get into mental game. And a lot of it starts with your values. Like, what do you love about golf? And, and your listeners can do that right now. What do you love about golf? And, and so many people say, oh, my gosh, I love being with my friends. I love being outside. I love to just go and, and hit that ball and, and chase it around the course or seeing nature and getting my exercise. And then they get to the first tee, and it's all about, oh, my gosh, this this person's better than me. I wonder what they're going to think of me, or I got to hit this shot really well. And they put all this pressure on themselves. Well, that's not even the reason why they want to play. So it's getting your values in line. It's getting your conscious goals in line with your unconscious beliefs that really makes a difference. So we talk about that kind of thing because so many people have, you know, had a, had a round of golf where they hit their driver great all day and that day they can't putt or vice versa. And it's, again, getting in that score that they believe that they can shoot and that they, they comfortably can believe. And then there, there are some people who uh, make an excuse before they start. How many times have you been on the tee and are like, oh, man, what a day I've had. Everything's gone wrong, and, and I'm sure this will be the same way. Or, man, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. I'm kind of tired and my neck is stiff, so don't expect much from me. You know, because golf is the type of game where you get the blame for every shot you hit, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, Chris, it's all on you. So, so many people set themselves up with an excuse before they even start to kind of lower the expectations. What if you went to the tee with 100% confidence, just belief in yourself and with positive thoughts, seeing, seeing yourself relaxed out there and playing in line with your values of enjoying your friends, enjoying playing the game. And if you're competitive, enjoying being competitive, but also have fun. And, and every shot you hit, wherever it goes, you just move on and hit the next one, and you have unshakable confidence and belief in yourself. Imagine the game that people would play, and we can create that and that, that five-day program you're talking about, the Keys to uh, Champion Mindset, and that's on my, my website to sign up for that. Um, I didn't think it was this Saturday. Is it this Saturday already coming up? I thought it was in another week. No, no, it's, it's I, a week from Saturday because this weekend is Memorial Day weekend. And if I have the wrong date, I'm going to go fix it because it shouldn't be this weekend. That's it probably me. Day. I didn't want to start on Memorial yeah, Day. That's probably uh, me. But anyway, so it's a week from this Saturday that will start. But if you want more, and you're, I mean, what would people pay for that, Chris? If we, you unlock your unconscious mind, what would that be worth to people? How much have people invested into the clubs, into the lessons right. that have helped them and helped them to a point? And now that, that hot air balloon is stuck. It can't get any better. And it's only those unconscious beliefs. And that, that, would, would, that would be worth to people? Unbelievable. Uh, and, and you know Absolutely. what I'm doing it for? 
the value of it, and I value that nine nine hundred ninety seven, but I'm I'm doing this one for ninety seven dollars. Five full wow. days plus, you get you get a personalized one on one coach. You get three sessions, and then I have a bonus for quick sign ups that they get an extra forty minute coaching session, and that person will help you get to the root cause. Besides what I'm doing for five days in a row. And then, and then your personalized coaching session and the 40-minute strategy session with you. I mean, it's it's an incredible deal. I, anyone who who feels stuck or has has done those things we talked about on the golf course and and or shoot always, no matter what, between this and this, and they can't seem to get lower, but they know they have the skills, and you don't feel like you're reaching your full potential that you have in this game. Definitely go to my website and and sign up for this program because. It will change your life on the golf course, and you—you you know what? You won't—you'll have so much fun. Get rid of the stress, the tension, the doubt, the fear, the pulling out the water ball. You know, let's get rid of that. Go have a great time on the golf course and play to your ability. Debbie, before I let you go, let our listeners know how can they find out more information about all of this and follow you, whether it's on your website or it's on social media. Oh, absolutely, Chris. That's uh. I'd love to share. I, as I said, every morning, it's just Debbie O'Connell on Facebook. And actually, if you look at it, Live Positive. You could put Debbie O'Connell and Live Positive, and I'll come up on Facebook. Every morning, 830, I'm there with a message. Tomorrow, I'm working out with Karen Palacios Jansen, uh, who who is uh, cardio golf. It'll be phenomenal. I do Wednesday workouts. But I'm on every morning live with some kind of in, in, inspirational message for you or a guest where you can learn some things. I'm on Instagram as well it's debbie underscore o underscore connell so it's debbie d-b-b-i-e underscore o underscore c-o-n-n-e-l-l uh also my website as you mentioned uh, golfpositive.com and that that kind of clicks you over to my website is really debbie-o'connell.com we've we've got both but it all leads you to the same place look for the programs on there i'm on twitter as well i follow you uh, you're phenomenal, and what you bring to this industry is is just the best, Chris. I so appreciate you. I appreciate you very much, Debbie. Thank you so much for being generous with your time and all you do to uh, to um, improve the game and improve our games. And uh, hopefully, we get an opportunity to catch up with you real soon. I'd love to hear how all that goes. Oh, I can't wait to share it with you, Chris. I will certainly let you know. Everybody's positive out there, and stay safe. Also. Thank you, Debbie. Take care. All the best to you and your family. Look forward to catching up with you again soon. Thank you, Chris, for having me on. Bye-bye. See you, Debbie. That's a great Debbie O'Connell. Golf positive. It's fantastic. I'm, I tell you what, that uh, the five-day program and to try to unlock, you know, some of the things that maybe I got going on way down deep inside to get me to break through that, uh, that 80, you know, floor, I guess you would say, or the idea of trying to get into and break in 80. Maybe there's something going on. I need to try to figure that out. But uh, Debbie's fantastic, as you heard. There's no one more enthusiastic and more positive about the game. And uh, I look forward to get, catching up with her again soon and hearing how all of these courses go.